Hashem, no mesechta, bo metziah. Daf beis. Shnayim oichse metalis. So Taisu says as we've been saying that kula nazikin chad mesechti. All the babas, babakama, babatsiya, babas are one long masechta. So there is a connection over here. Taisi says we just finished off yesterday the end of masechta's babakama, what we called, that was talking about the things you're allowed to keep and things you're not allowed to keep, things you have to give back. So now we're moving on to the things where you're not keeping one or the other, you're actually splitting them between different, two different people. So the mission says, So two people are holding on to a lost object that obviously, as Mepharshim explained, we're talking about something that is either in a city that was, owned, that was mostly gone or something of that nature, and therefore, all things being equal, you'd be allowed to keep the lost object that you found now. It's Hefker, so therefore you're allowed to keep it. But two people are holding on to it at the same time, and they come to Bezdin. Each one tiny, they were the one who found it. Each one says, the whole thing belongs to me. Why does it have that double lush? And the Gemara will explain right away. So what do you do in such a case? So as we'll see throughout the next few Black Gemara, in all of Shas, we have a number of different options available to us when two people are arguing over something, over money. Okay? We have sometimes in Shas, we say, You get to keep what you have, he gets to keep what he has, and that's it. There's nothing to talk about. We have sometimes in Shas, we say, You two guys fight it out, we're not getting involved. That's very rare, but sometimes we do say that. Sometimes we say, which means it's up to Bezin to just guess and assume who should get this chayfetz. Sometimes we say, as we'll see in the Gemara, we don't know what to do with it, so we just leave it and we'll wait until we, someone could, meaning either till Eliyahu comes, or meaning till someone could bring Adam to prove exactly what happens over there. And then we have, we have in our Mishnah, which is you have to make a shvua. And whatever you make a shvua on, you get to take that from your purse, from your friend, and you get to keep that part. So what the focus of the first piece of the Gemaras is going to be, when do you say which one of these types are resolutions to this type of problem? But in our case, the Mishnah says, Now what's unique in this case is a few points. First of all, what's unique in this case is they both have tainas on each other. Normally in a normal case of Cheshim Mishpat, you have a Teveya and a Nitpa. You have one person asking for money, and the other person is the person who's giving the money. In, her case, in this case, they're both claiming from each other. So that's the first point. So we have to always keep that in mind. In this case, everybody's a Teveya and everybody's a Nitva. And the other thing to keep in mind in this case is it could theoretically be that they're both right. That they picked it up at the same time. And that they actually both own half the Chefetz. You could have such a situation. It could be. So the Mishnah says an interesting psak that they both make a Shvua, but they don't make a Shvua that it's all mine. Rather, each one makes a Shvua that he doesn't own less than half. What, what's the nature of that shvua? Tomorrow we'll explain over the next few days. And then actually what you end up doing at the end is, each one gets half. That's the first case of the mission. What if one of them says that I picked up half of it, and the other one says that I picked up all of it? So one claims it was all his, and the other one claims I admit that we picked it up at the same time. So in that case, really what they're arguing about is only half the chayfetz. 50%, the second one agrees, belongs to the first guy, and they're just arguing, does the second 50% owned by the first one, or is it also going to be split with the second one? So, so then what do we do over here? Zamer kulashili, zamer chetzishili. Ha'emer kulashili, yishavash, enlevi pachas mishlai shechalakim. So then he swears that he doesn't own less than 
than three quarters, the half that everybody agrees to that he has, plus half of the part that they're arguing about. The one who said he even only claims to own half. He only swears on a quarter of what, of the full chayfetz, which is half of what he had tainted, and then so one takes the three quarters, and one takes the quarter. Also, says the Mishnah, you have two people riding on an animal, and the chiddush of the shes, as we'll see in the Gemara, uh, a few days, that riding on an animal is also considered a chazaka. You don't have to be holding the animal; riding on it is also chazaka. Just like the first case, where shnayim oichsin, he also two people riding on it is considered a chazaka. One was sitting on the animal; one was leading the animal. That's also considered a proper chazaka in terms of showing your bilus on the animal, and therefore that would also be a similar case of splitting. In that case, by the animal. So in that case also you would say Yachlaikum. When they are Maida, or if they have Aidim of what happened what, then Khalkim then you don't have to make a shu in that case, then you can rely on the Aidim or you can rely on the Aidah. What is the Khirish of that last line of the Mishnah? Tomorrow we'll explain Vemshech. Says the right away. Before we get into the reasons for the Mishnah, let's understand the structure of the Mishnah. Lamali the There seem to be two different tainas going on in the Mishnah. First one says, it, I found it, and I own the whole thing. They seem to be saying the same idea. Obviously, if I found it, then I own the whole thing. So what's the two tainas? Listi chala, just say one. It's not two separate tainas, it's really just one taina. It's the reason. Why is this thing mine that I'm claiming it's mine now? Because I was the one who found it and I was the one who picked it up first. And therefore, it's all one thing, says the Gemara. It's Lav Dafka. Now, that doesn't really answer the Mishnah. What, what do you have to say that for? So just say, I would, the taina was, I was the one who found it. Of course, we'll understand the Kulashali, that if you found it first, then you're claiming that it's all yours. Why do you have to say both parts of the of the taina? So I'll tell you why. If he just said that the person came and saw and said that I found it first, you would have thought when he said I found it, that means that doesn't mean he picked it up. That just means I saw it first. I saw it first, so it's mine. That's what he would be claiming. You would think, he would have some sort of havamina, that since we're talking about a chifetz that's hefker now, just seeing it is enough to make a kinyan on it. If it just said ani you would think the word mitziah doesn't mean kinyan or pick up. The word mitziah just means saw it. Therefore, the Mishnah says, I don't, I don't want the Mishnah to just say the word mitzasiyah, because you would make a mistake and think just seeing it is enough. So therefore, Tana Kula Shali, it has Kula Shali, Debriya No, it's not enough to be coined Beriya. You have to actually pick up the Chayfetz, or as we'll see later on in the Masechta, maybe get into its Dalanamas, maybe that you have to do, but picking it, but seeing it itself from a distance definitely does not count. And therefore, it's stressed to Kula Shali. Oh, so the Gemara is going to say, explain in a second. It says, The Gemara is going to get even better. First of all, what's your Havamina? The Mitzasiyah means that you saw it. The Amar of Noi, we had just at the end of Masechtas Babakama, The Pasuk learned that over there, that you do not have to return a lost object to a Goy. And the Gemara Havamina, maybe that's only that you don't have to look at it. 
You don't have to buy a good Yisrael. You have a din of Yisuchal Esalem. You can avoid picking it up. You're not, you're not allowed to avoid picking it up. By a Goy, you can avoid picking it up. But if you pick it up, maybe you're supposed to return it to the Goy. So we dash it over there. Umatsasa, the Pasuk says, and it says over there, Bechicha, that even when you pick it up, still you have to go return it. You don't have to return it to the Goy. Achicha, only by a Jew, you have to return it. So you see, Matsasa means that you already have it. Matsasa, the other Mashman. That's just when you see it, when you actually pick it up. In Umatsasa, says the Gemara, so therefore, what's your Havamina? Then when the person said Umatsasa, he meant I just saw it. Someone know it. Umatsasa, the Kraudasa, the other Mashman. There's no question that the Lush and Kaidish word in the Pasik Matsasa means that you picked it up. That's clear. Human beings, people, don't necessarily use the word Matsasa in that context. When a human being says, I found something, right? When you're looking for something in your house and you can't find it, as soon as you see it, you say, I found it. Doesn't mean you picked it up, just you found it. So therefore, when a person says Umatsasa, they only mean that I found it, saw it, not that I picked it up, and therefore they still have such a You would think that's good enough. Therefore, the mission doesn't want to go with that Allah. So therefore, it says, What do you mean? So then, that doesn't answer the question to the Mishnah. So if, you have a, if you're afraid that the word Matzasa by itself would mean seeing it without picking it up, so just say Kula Shali, and that would be a stronger acknowledgement that it wasn't just that I saw it, that it's mine because I made a Kinyan on which is normally the way you, you make a Kinyan on things by picking it up. Kula Shali, Vulay Baya, Nimitzasiyas. That won't be enough either. Itana Kula Shali, Havamina Bi Alma, Diktani Mitziyasa, Briya Bi Alma Kani. That maybe Kula Shali by itself, you're right. It means that you made a Kinyan on it because you made it it's the normal way you make a Kinyan. But you would still think. <coughs> that in a case where you did see it, you could make a kinyan without actually picking it up. Maybe in this case, Kulashi was around the corner, so I didn't see it. Okay, so I made a proper kinyan. But in a case where I did see it, how do you know in general that seeing something by Hefker is not enough to make a kinyan on it? So therefore, the Mishnah says, So, Tani, Animitzasiya, Vahada Tani Kulashi, Demi Mishnah Yisera, for the fact that it said those extra words, that it said the case of Mitzasiya and Kulashi, Ashmerin on Dere'iya Loikani, just Derek Agav teaching you another halacha, that seeing a Hefker object is not enough to make a kinyan on it, you actually have to make a proper kinyan. And that's why the Mishnah says, Animitzasiya and Kulashi. Says the Gemara, that's all very nice, and you've talked very detailed about those halacha, but it's not what the Mishnah is talking about at all. Why? Says the Gemara, your whole havamina that the whole Mishnah is really one time, it doesn't make any sense. The Mishnah says it breaks it up into two groups. According to what we're explaining until now, it should have said. Since the Kula Shali and the Animatasiya go together. From the fact that the Mishnah split them up and grouped them as it doesn't sound like it's one taina. It sounds like there's two different cases going on here. So your halacha might be true that Re'iyah doesn't count, that's all fine and dandy, but it's nothing to do with this Mishnah. So what is the halacha of this Mishnah? Why is it repeated twice? Some people said, we said it's Stam and the Vesem Edrish. Reisha b'metziya v'seifa mecha chumemker. There are two cases in the Mishnah. One is a case of a lost object. Ze'oymer animatsasiya is a lost object that it's a dover of hefker, and two people claim they picked it up at the same time. Well, we, we, we say maybe they picked it up at the same time, but Lamaisa, it is that they both picked it. I claim I picked it up, you claim you picked it up. The Mechachumemker case is a totally different case. The Mechachumemker case is a case where two people claim they bought an object. I say I bought it, 
from the Meicher, and you say you bought it from the Meicher. Totally different type of situation. And then the question is, who was the one who actually purchased the object? Mashmah and the Mishnah. In that case, also you make a Shvua and Yachloik. says, well, why do we need two cases? They both seem to be the same basic structure. Two people holding on to an object. One, in one case, they claim it's theirs because they found it. In one case, they claim it's theirs because they bought it. Why would I need you to tell me about these cases? If it's Richa. We need both cases. If we only had the case where it's the object was hefker before they found it, we could have thought that that halacha now that you yachloiku b'shvuah in the Mishnah is dafka by Metziah. Metziah, who the Rami Rabbanan shvuah You know why the Rabbanan made you make a shvuah in this case? As we'll see in the Gemara, Bem Sheikh tomorrow, that's really a shvuah the Rabbanan. Why? A person can be merahetter. A person can say to himself, a person could lie and cheat and steal and try to take at least half the schefetz because he's merahetter. Why is he merahetter? I saw my friend find the lost object. It's not like he invested in it. It's not like he built it. It's not like he bought it. He found it on the street. So I'll steal half. Right? I'm not really taking anything that's his. It doesn't, it's not like he earned it. It's not like he got it from his family or something like that. Be Arusha. It was just something he found. So I'll be Myra Heter and take away half. Lav me I'm not causing him any real loss. I'll grab it. And then I'll claim it's mine. And he'll claim it's his. And we'll split it. Without making a shvua. And therefore Chazal said, you have to make a shvua. Of a by a case of purchasing the lekalamehachi by Memekachumemker, you're not gonna be able to justify that so easily. Why? Look at very interesting Rashi. They both paid for it. Right? So if they both paid for it, what's the difference? We're gonna see in a second that they both paid Rashi, what do you mean? Also by the case of money. I'm not causing him any loss, right? Remember, in the case of money, in the case of purchasing, we're going to see in the Gemara in a second, we're talking about a case where we both paid for it. So we both paid for it, the Meicher understands he got double the money. The Meicher's not going to keep double the money. So if we end up saying, Yachloiku, and I get half and you get half, obviously the is going to give half the purchase money back to me and half the purchase money back to you. Okay, so if that's the case, nobody's losing anything. So, for Rashi, it's the same like a Metziah. If you tell me I'm going to justify stealing it in the Metziah case, because I'm not causing you any financial loss, by the Mechira case also, I'm not just, I could justify it, because I'm not causing you any financial loss. So, why is this different? So, Rashi says, no. The financial loss is not financial. The loss is that obviously you need this kefetz, whatever it is we're fighting over, the talis or whatever it is, because you want it. And that's why you're looking to buy it. Buy a case of it's here. You weren't looking for to get to buy a talis. You walk on the street. You saw a talis on the street. Fine. By a case of purchasing, you obviously needed a talis. Right? A talis doesn't mean uh, a talis like we wear in Davani. A talis means any begged. So you needed it. You were cold outside. So you needed to buy it. So maybe it's not a financial loss. But I would not justify stealing it from you if I know that you need to have to have such a jacket. And therefore, I will not go ahead. Maybe in that case, Chazal would believe me. And if Chazal believed me, I, they wouldn't make me make a shvua. Kamash our Mishnah, that you have to make a shvua in that case as well. Why? We'll see in the Gemara. If we just said the case of Kula Shalihi, that Chazal made you make a shvua by the case of Mechamemker, then the Gemara says, Over there I could justify it. There's another swear, the opposite. Over there I could justify it. We both paid money. Remember, the case was going to be where they both paid the Meicher, and they both paid the Meicher. The question is, who was the one the Meicher really wanted to give it to? 
So I paid money, he paid money. I can justify it by saying, I'm going to lie now and say he really wanted to give it to me. And my friend can go take his money back. Obviously, he's going to get his money back if, I'm, if, I, if I win. And he'll go buy it somewhere else. We're arguing over a jacket. Okay, I need the jacket. I'll lie. Claim it was really meant to be for me. My friend will get his money back and go buy another jacket. There's plenty of jackets available to be bought. And therefore, I might justify and lie. Chazal said, you have to make a sure. Of a metziah, the leklam emerachi, by metziah, there's no justification. It's not like he can go find another lost object on the street. <laughs> the lost objects don't exist for the most part on the street. And therefore, maybe in that case, by the metziah case, we would trust me when I say it's mine because I would have no justification for lying. So, in the Mishnah, both in the case of metziah, where there's no loss, and both of them a case of Mecca Chumemker, where I could justify taking it because my friend can go buy it somewhere else. Both these cases, Chazal said, no, 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 we're not being chaylik unless you have a shvu. Says the Gemara, Mecca Chumemker, what is second? I don't understand something about the whole case now. We already broke, I already explained to you the story because Rashi explained it to us already. But what's the issue over here? L'chaira, we're talking about a case when the Meicher only sold it to one person. The Meicher only got one payment. If he only got one payment, he should have Nemonis. He should have Nemonis. Rashi says, even because it's Biyada, it was some kind of Dindra Banan, that we believe the Meicher, if only one person paid, and they're fighting who he paid, we believe the Meicher, who he got the money from. And if that's the case over here, we should believe the Meicher. Just ask him, who paid you? And that's the guy who has it. Why is this even a Machlaikis? Why is it even an issue? Talking about a case where both of them paid. What does that mean, both of them paid? Why did the Meicher take two times the money? One over there, the Meicher took the money from. The other one threw the money at the Meicher, threw it down on the counter. And then they both run out holding on to the Beged at the same time. Now in this case, we don't believe the Meicher anymore. Now the Meicher, since the Meicher got money from both of them, it's a question of, do we trust the Meicher? Which one was Midaiti? Which one was Balkarche? In this case, we don't trust the Meicher. And therefore, the money is not going to be a resolution to this issue. It's a question of, is it Loyadana, or is it, even if it's not, even if he claims, we don't believe him, look at Rashi and Tesis, discuss that point, but clearly over here, we're not going to be relying on the Meicher. So we're talking about a case of Metziah, or Meicher, Metziah is easy, it's Hefker, Meicher, it's talking about where they both paid, the question is who actually was the one who purchased it, in both cases, the Mishnah Paskins, Yachleiku Bishmua, they both can get half, and again, because in both cases it could be true, could be they both found it at the same time, it could be they both purchased it, L'chaira, in theory it could be that case, we'll see, because they're both going to get their money, half their money back anyways, and therefore you say, Yachleiku says the Gemara, wait a second, now let's start the discussion of why is that the proper psak? We have many other cases in Shas, as I discussed, where we have different Piskei why is this the proper psak? Our Mishnah is not like Benanas. What did Benanas say? Says the Gemara. The Benanas Benanas talks about a case what we call Chenveni al Pinkase. What's the case of Chenveni al Pinkase? The Balabayas has workers. Okay? And he's not now always available to pay them at the end of every day. So he goes to the local store owner who's around, and he says, do me a favor, at the end of the day, my work rules will come to you, and you'll pay them, and I'll pay you back tomorrow. Put it on my credit, I have a credit in your shop, you, you're a banker of some sort, also on the side, and you'll go ahead and pay my workers. Chenveni says, beautiful, no problem. He tells the workers, at the end of the day, you're going to get the money from the Chenveni, he'll pay you, everything's good. Good. He comes the next day, and he says, everything's good, and the workers say, no, we never got paid. Chenveni didn't pass. And Chavani says, what are you talking about? Of course I paid them, and therefore you owe me the money. So Balbayas now has two people tithing on him that he owes them money. 
The Chemveni says, you owe me money because I paid your workers. The workers say, the Chemveni didn't pay us at all, and you, Balbais, owe us the money. So Balbais has two people tiny that he owes them the money, and obviously both of them are not true. Okay? He didn't, one of them, only one happened, right? Either the Chemveni paid, and he owes the money to the Chemveni, or the Chemveni didn't pay, and he owes the money to the workers. What do you do in such a case? Okay? So Benana says over there, you're not going to make them make a shvua. And now he says, if you make both of them make a shvua, one of them is absolutely 100% lying. And we're not going to make someone make a shvua shove if we know that you're going to end up lying. That's what I said. What did I say? I said the wrong thing. I'm sorry. The Chemian employee, obviously the Chemian says, I paid, and therefore you owe me. And the employer said, we didn't get the money, and therefore you owe us. I'm sorry. I'm going to make it clear. So those are the two shwars you're going to have over here. Not the Balbais. Balbais is not swearing anything. Balbais has no clue what's going on. Okay? So the Tadakama says, and against Bananas, there are Bananas who argue, Bananas say that you're Yachloiku, you'd be Yachloiku, and you, not Yachloiku. They both make a shvur, and they'd both be able to collect. But Bais would be in big trouble over here. But Nana says, no, 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 no. We're not going to make you make a shvur over here. That's crazy to make you make a shvur, because one of them is for sure 100% lying. Normally, in a case of shvur, but if it makes us, we don't know if he's lying or not. It's one person. So you make a shvur. Maybe he's lying, maybe he's not. But here, one of them is for sure 100% lying. If a banana says, in this case, about Bais is stuck, he has to pay both of them. He has to pay the chenveni, and he has to pay the workers without a shvur. So, Gemara, so why in our Mishnah do you have to make a shul? So, in our Mishnah also, what does that mean you're making, making them both a shul? So, what do you mean? Feel 10 bananas. Our Mishnah can fill up bananas. It's not true. Like I explained, it could be they're telling the truth. Doesn't necessarily mean in our case that it is both, it is either one or the other. It could very well be that what they make a shul on is actually true. It's half and half. By the Mechir also, it could be a Tzaf and He meant to give it to both of them. He meant to sell it to both. You could be. And therefore, in our case, it's not like bananas. Bananas is halacha that you don't make a shur. is only when there's for sure a liar. In our case, Lavdafka is for sure. It might not be probable. It's very, very not probable that, that they picked it up at the same time. But it's possible. If it's possible, that's enough of a reason not to apply bananas is halacha. So bananas is halacha is not applicable in our Mishnah. We don't have to worry about that. Okay. But we have another problem. Sumchas says by the classic case that you do not have to make a shvur, you just split it. What's Sumchas' case? We had in Baba Kama, and a case where you sell a para. Okay, you sell a para, and you're not there when you sell it because you're machlef shar and therefore you did a kinyi chalipin. Now you come to pick up the para, and you find the vlad next to it. When was the animal born? Was the baby born before you made the Kenyan or after you made the Kenyan? If the baby was born after you made the Kenyan, then the Lekeach made a Kenyan on a pregnant animal, he gets the Vlad. If the baby was born before the Kenyan, then the Lekeach made a Kenyan on an empty animal, and the Vlad belongs to the original Balabayas, to the Meicher. So what do you do in such a case? Here it's, no one even knows what the deal is. No one knows where the animal was born, nobody was there in the corral when it happened. Sumcha says, You split it, you take the Vlad, you sell it, and you split the money between the Meicher and the Lekech. No Shvua, no nothing, you just split it. So it says, So therefore, the Sumchas would not fit in our Mishnah. According to our Mishnah, the Mishnah says you have to make a Shvua. In Sumchas' case, you don't make a Shvua. The Chari Sumchas is not like our Mishnah. So remember, in the case of Sumchas, we have two choices over there. We have a choice of Sumchas who says that the Vlad you split, we have the Rabbanon who say, The Vlad was owned by the Balabayas. He gets to keep it. What would the Rabbanon say in our Mishnah? 
Elamai Rabbanan, Hamir Maitzmei Chavala Baraya, and in our case, they're both Muxik on it, and if our case, they're both Muxik on it, each one should get half also without making a Shvur. We don't see the Rabbanan say in that case of Bamachlov Par Bechamar, and you have a Suffolk and the Vlad, you make a Shvur either. Then you say, Maitzmei Chavala Baraya. So in our case also, you shouldn't make a Shvur. So, Lechayr, neither Shita from that case fits in our Mishnah. So, no, hi, Maitz, that's not a problem. If you're going to tell me that it fits in the Rabbanan Shita from over there, over there, where neither one is holding on to the baby, the Vlad, nobody's holding on to it. It was definitely owned by the Balabais at one point and was there in his Rishos. He's, the, he's considered the Muxik. Over here, where they're both a Muxik, and therefore we can't give it to one without the other, then we can at least entertain what our Mishnah says. You split it, but you split it with a Shur. The Rabbana over there, when there's no Muxik on that case, on the both of them, only one, then you would say, but if they're both Muxik, maybe Rabbana would say, you split it, and the Rabbana we put a Shur on top of you. But according to Sumchas, Eliyamat Sumchas, Hashem Hashem Deloy Tavshi Chavayel Cholkem Belay Shvur. Over there, he says, when neither one is, we're not, we're both of them not holding on to it, just sitting there. You without a Shvur, Hachel Chavayel Tavshi Le Kol Shekain. So the Chayra Sumchas cannot fit in our Mishnah. Sumchas is over there. You don't make a Shvur. So in our case, also, you should not make a Shvur, and you should split it without a Shvur. So Mafil Teilu Sumchas, you can fit Sumchas into our Mishnah. Remember, the case over there is nobody knows when the Vlad was born. When nobody knows when the Vlad was born, nobody has a taina one more than the other. Nobody was there, nobody saw it, there's no video, there's no nothing. We don't know when it happened. That's what Sumcha says, okay, we don't know what to do, we'll just be achalaiku bulay shur. In our case, each one has a vadai claim. We don't know who's telling the truth, but each one has a vadai claim that it's his. Maybe in that case, Simcha said, with a vadai claim, you can't be moitzi from a vadai claim without a shur. Right? And so the Gemara said, he would not say you chayilk without a shua, with a bari bari, maybe you make a shua, Chazal put a shua on top of you to make sure that before you get it and take it away from someone who's a tiny bari, you have to make a shua. So that's nice, but not necessarily ice kalten. Well, the rabbi Baravuna, Dama Amar Sumchas, I feel bari bari, that Sumchas is halach over there by the animal being born would even be by bari bari. He says, you would say, even without a shua, even if each one has a tiny bari. So back to our question, has a fit in our Mishnah? Another reason why this case might be different than the case of the parah. Over there, by the case of the animal, there's a financial loss going on. There's a financial loss going on, right? I, I bought an animal. The question is, did I buy the Vlad? Did I not buy the Vlad? There's Drara and Dramamina. Rashi says Drara and means a financial loss. Tyson says Drara and Dramamina means we know for sure there's a question of what happened. It's, it's obvious to us. We'll go with Rashi. There's a financial loss. And a case of a financial <coughs> loss, so then Sumcha said, you're going to be able, we're not going to make you make a shua. You could just take half of it. But in our case, there's no financial loss. It's a mitziah. If you lose it, it was never used in the first place. Even by the case of Mechira, you're going to get your money back if you lose it anyways. So there's no financial loss in this case. So in this case, we're going to say you have to make a shua to be able to get it. So what do you mean? But I can look at it the other way. Don't look at it from the perspective of the person taking it. Look at it from the perspective of the person losing it. By the case of the person losing it, in our case over here, each person can lose the animal. Really, the Vlad only belongs to one of them. 
There's no question the blood only belongs to one of them. And yet, Sumcha says, you can be chalik without a shua. Hacha de leke dra de mamayna. The income of the chavayu over here, not zafka is any loss when you say chachleiku. Yachleiku could actually be the proper psak. Because it could be they picked it up at the same time. Could be they purchased it at the same time. Like Olshikin, we should say yachleiku without a shua. If Sumcha says you could say yachleiku when it's definitely not right. Yachleiku in the case of Parah is definitely the wrong psak. Right? There's no question over there that Yechleiku is the wrong psak. It's not the emistic of psak, it's just we have no choice. And you're causing financial loss to people, and yet you say you could do that without a shua. So for sure in our case, where it could be it's the right psak, then for sure you should not have to make a shua. So back to our question. Why in the world in our case would you make a shua? According to Sumchus. Someone, no. I feel Tamil Sumchus. Shvua Zuma Dirabbanon. You're right. This Shvua is not a real Dindaraisa Shvua. As we'll talk about tomorrow. Shvua by Badiba Miktas. Shvua by Erechon. This is not a case of a Shvua Dirabbanon. There's a special Dindarabbanon. Why? Kid Rabbi Yechonon. Dam Rabbi Yechonon. Shvua Zutakanas Chachamim. Yishalai Kol Echad. Yechonon. Hoylech Vateke. Betalisha Shachavir. Ramashalihu. We have to protect people. You're walking down the street with your, with, your, with your jacket in your hand. Someone could just come along, grab your jacket, and say, It's mine. And then he'll get half of it. Right? We need to protect the consumers. Someone could be going in the street buying something. Someone else comes wrong and says, I want it, throws money at the market, says, I own it, and he's going to get half of it. We have to protect the consumer. By the case of the para, there's no such kashash over there. Right? The, the animal's born, there's no such case. Right? There's no reason for Chazal to make a takan over there. Over here, we have to be afraid to protect the consumer. That's why Chazal made a dindra So again, Sumchus, even though he said, without a shvua, that's if there's no special protection from Chazal. If Chazal has special protection, so far we've rejected two elephants. We've rejected Benanas, who said, we don't want to make a shvua shav, because this is not a case of shvua shav, could be swearing truthfully. Half is his, not necessarily and we've rejected Sumchis and the Rabbanan because in this case we don't have to worry about that. In this case, we don't say In this case, we have since they're both Muksik and we need to protect the consumer. In this case, Chazal made a din the Rabbanan. We'll see you tomorrow. Other halachas we still have to fit into. Good news.